Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks so much for joining me again this week. So my my motivational quote for today is by Zig Ziglar, one of my favorites, and the quote says, the real opportunity for success lies within the person and not in the job. Let's talk about what Zig really meant with this uh, quote. I'll share my interpretation. You know, what you bring to the job, the moment, the conversation, is what steers your path. To be a successful navigator of your ship, you need clarity and focus. I love that word clarity. The ability to dismiss all of that chatter, you know, the Facebook posts, errands that have to be run, massive amounts of media that's just streamed directly to our brains. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could just hard reset our minds and start with a fresh outlook? If it were only that easy. Or is it? So if you've had the proper tools to keep your mind at peak performance, would you be willing to give it a shot and try it out? Lucky for us, my guest today is Lil, ugh, I can't talk today, Lee Miltier, and Lee is going to help us address the things that overwhelm us in life and keep us from being hugely successful. We'll talk about overcoming the chatter, the things that are holding us back, and how to clear the clutter from our minds so we can see more clearly, again that word clarity, and become more productive. Lee's an internationally known and celebrated entrepreneur, visionary, best-selling author, award-winning professional speaker, TV personality, and intuitive business mentor. More than 250,000 people have turned to her as a resource and for her advice. So Lee, thank you so much for taking the time and welcome to the show. Thank you, Connie, and you are speaking of Zig Ziglar, who I got the opportunity to tour with for an entire year, and he and I had breakfast together every single morning almost that we were on the road, and uh, I got to do that very young in my career, and talking about a mentor who really helped me and all the audiences of, you know, getting the stinking thinking out of your head, uh, it was It was a great blessing to me, and um, I'm still benefiting from it all these years later. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. I read, um, first book I read on his, I was going for my MBA, and we had to do some type of presentation, you know, public speaking thing, and you had to do the research and put it together, and I read his book, Changed My Life, and that was in my 20s, so I really feel like he was the first catalyst for me of exposure of, you know, sky's the limit, anything's possible, just set your sights educate yourself, you know, make yourself relevant, and just keep moving forward. So you are, I'm jealous that <laughs> you actually had the opportunity not even to meet him, but to talk with him, you know? Wow, awesome. Thank so you. Now, yes, I, I, was, I was honored. Yeah, I, surely, surely. Now, I want to uh, talk about your book, and I hope everyone goes out at the end of this and feels compelled. Um, Lee's book is called Reclaim the Magic. I have read it, and it's it just makes so much so much sense, guys. Um, and there's so much implementationable stuff uh, to use in your real life and your business life. So when you use the word magic, um, how does that relate to the real world of business, uh, Lee, for us? Well, 
when I was looking for the title of this book, because I, I have books called, you know, uh, Power Tools for Successful Selling and Success is an Inside Job, and I've written 11 books, but I, I really wanted to do something for business people that I felt was lacking, and one of the things that is lacking in business people today is belief in self mm. and literally um, passion, again, that a, a lot of people are in their work and they've forgotten why they got there. And I ran across a quote from Wolfgang uh, Wolfgang. Uh, golf and he said magic is believing in yourself if you can do that you can make anything happen so when I when I titled the book reclaim the magic it was really about reclaim your power on earth to manifest Love it. pull back the uh, the you know the old negative stuff that's being thrown at you every day and just get excited and passionate and enthusiastic about what you as a deliberate creator can do every day and I shared in the book a lot of my own trials and tribulations and how ultimately it was only when I took back my own power that magic within myself the internal power that I actually was able to create great things in my life and we are being bombarded daily by the mainstream media that everything is awful and to be very very afraid and what this does for entrepreneurs and business people is that it makes you have trepidation it makes you have fear it makes you uh, lose faith in your own ability so um as, as one great book reviewer wrote, if you read Reclaim the Magic, I dare you not to be motivated. That, yeah, it's, it's really true. And, and again, not only is it inspiring and motivatingly, your book, there's so many clear how-tos to execute some of the challenges and recommendations and ideas and, and all of those things that you've included in the book. So to me, you know, after reading it, I'm like, uh, yeah, how do you not? Now you have these. Now you have a new tool in your tool belt. How do you not use it? So shame on you if you don't. I want to. I want to comment on that. The media and all. I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of just bad stuff happening in the world. And when you watch the news, how do you not walk away thinking like, what's the point? So I don't know. I don't watch the news anymore. I certainly look at the headlines so I'm aware of what's going on. But I won't sit for that half hour, hour a night um, to catch up and hear who's getting raped and who who threw an old woman, you know, downstairs for two dollars in her wallet. I I just can't have that enter my life because you start thinking what's the point and it it takes power away from us so I like that idea of having faith in ourselves and our ability so I, I think that's brilliant and I think it's a well-needed book especially for entrepreneurs because we are pulled and I know you know this we're pulled in a bazillion directions every day so um, good focus always helps now yes, and go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is if, if everybody who's, you know, listening today, if you would just analyze how much media you're letting into your subconscious mind, you've got to remember that all of that becomes very cumulative. It's not just 10 minutes here and 20 minutes right. there and 30 minutes there, that your subconscious just collects it like in a big pot and that you start to wake up in the morning literally um, just, as you say, what's the point, uh, you know, and 
what happens to entrepreneurs and business people without them knowing it is that literally their level of taking risk goes down, their level of optimism goes down, their scanning the landscape for new opportunities gets dulled, and their, their ability to recognize and leverage money is very skewed. So I always tell people that you from time to time need to go on a three-week detox of mainstream media. Um, Again, scanning the, you know, headlines and knowing, you know, basically what's happening in the world without all the details is fine. Uh, But if you don't do that, you need to substitute that with, you know, things that, excite you, motivate you, charge you up, you know, give you new enthusiasm about life. Because as business owners and entrepreneurs, we are the creators of the business of the world. We are the ones who see the trends and take off on the trends. You see, once the general, you know, population has gotten a trend, it's too late for us. We have to move on. You know, for instance, the the big trends of coloring books. Uh, Three years ago, I talked to one of my partners about we should do coloring books, and she said, oh, you know, that's not going to be anything. Well, I'm in Barnes & Noble yesterday. There's a whole table, 29 coloring books. And they're selling like the, 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 the fastest trend in Europe. And, but now it's too late. So you have to, as an entrepreneur, uh, reclaim the magic within yourself. Give yourself permission that when you get those intuitive hits, act on them. Don't wait for the world because once the world knows, it's too late. Yeah, and I guess that's the point when you said that new opportunities kind of dull, even though your gut is saying, hey, this is probably a good idea, we're so desensitized that it's like, Ugh, what? again, what's the point? So we're dulled and we're not jumping on these new opportunities before the trend sets in. So I understood that correctly? Yes, absolutely. We have yes. to be very visionary. And to be very visionary, that means a lot of quiet time to yourself, a lot of introspection, uh, cutting yourself, uh, you know, unplugging from, you know, Facebook and all the, you know, social media and, and you know, really be going into nature and listening to yourself because your intuition is where all the genius is and it's not in the out it's not in the external world it's the internal power you know what Lee? i think i think it's easier for everyone to stay on facebook waste their time you know posting ridiculous unimportant things because it's easier to do that than self-reflect and say you know what's my next move what's my next genius um you know what do i need to correct within myself or tweak within myself that's hard to do i think so it's easier for us to go out because there's so much Distraction. Yes, distractions. I couldn't think of the word. There's so much distractions that, yeah, yeah, you know what, I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to go be distracted. It's easier, which is kind of sad. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I, I want to continue talking about this physical and mental clutter and how it's just freaking overwhelming us and what we can do to change that. So let's just take a break and then we'll talk about that. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. 
Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back. We are talking to Lee Miltier. We're talking about Reclaiming the Magic, her new book. But really, we're talking about the importance of business owners reclaiming their magic, their power within, and we could change the world. I mean, that's what entrepreneurs do. So let's shift, or not really shift, but continue to drill down on the physical and mental clutter. It's overwhelming the average entrepreneur, but business leaders all over the world. So how can we deal with it effectively so we could become more productive and focused? Well, in my book, uh, actually on page 96, I happen to turn right to that, shockingly enough. Uh, I oh, that's everybody crazy. In the business world, uh, what I call the stuff diet, S-T-U-F-F. And basically what the stuff diet is, is to have you prioritize and be honest about what your stuff is in your office. Get clear what's important in your life and what you want out. And we all have too much junk in our life. And what that does is you don't understand that your subconscious mind literally keeps track of everything. And so if you go into your office in the morning and you've got a writing project and you want to write a sales letter or you want to do something creative. But there's all this crap all over your desk. And your eye can see it all. And so it's, it's creating all these files in your brain. And it's like, oh, well, I'll just clean this up before I start the sales letter. Or I'll, I'll just move this away. Or maybe I'll make this phone call. Oh, yeah, I need to post this something on Facebook. Or, and, and we don't, our brain cannot focus anymore. So in the stuff diet, basically I say for 30 days, you need to create um, big baskets, bins, or, or some kind of uh, you know, storage units and label them storage, sell, donate, throw away, or recycle. And that if you and your staff for literally just 30 minutes a week would just have a kind of you know, declutter party, you could, you know, you could do it at the end of the week, you know, if you get off at 5 p.m., let everybody, you know, do it at 4.30, and just let them purge, you know, clean up their email. When they come back on Monday, the office will feel cleaner, it will have a different energy to it, people will feel like they got something done accomplished, and the best way for to get productivity out of people is to, to eliminate the distractions in their office right now. So, I know that I have what I also call mental distractions. So I'll go to bed at night and I'll be thinking about, I'm I'm writing a new book right now. And if I don't just get up and write it down, I actually can't sleep. And I know a lot of business owners are like that. So it's it's about being smart with your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial light, you know, energy. That's your currency every day. And all this stuff that we have created hinders us from really fulfilling our potential, our financial potential, and earning the money that we want to earn. 
So we're our own worst enemy. <laughs> we, well, yes, and that is a very true statement. We are our worst enemy, and what we have to do is the old, as Pogo says, look ourselves in the eye, realize that, and then do something about it. Don't go into denial. Don't, don't act like it's not there. And it's not like you have to change your whole life in one day. I believe in baby steps. In other words, tackle a project, get it done, then tackle another project. You know, don't break everything at the same time. It's, it's impossible. So don't try to reorganize your entire house the same day. Pick a small corner of one room. Clean out all the drawers in that room. Clean out a closet in that room. But just put it on your schedule. The way you get things done in life, and I'm a big time management person, is to put it on your schedule and then honor the schedule. And it's funny because once you put it on the schedule, you don't have to think about it again. And too often people think, I will remember that, but there's no way they can remember it. We are in the information age, but we are in the overload information age. As you said in the beginning of our interview today, we literally are exposed to so much information, the brain cannot handle it, and that is why it is people are on such burnout as business owners. And, And they do feel like, I just can't get all this done, but it's a matter of really having big boundaries around yourself, learning to say no to unnecessary things, and just, you know, really be a kick-ass kind of person where you say, nothing is more important than this project that I'm on of writing my marketing or whatever you're doing. Nothing is more important than this right now. I will allow nothing to interrupt me or distract me. It's funny because everybody, uh, you know, one of the big time management things, and I'm sure everybody knows this, is, you know, you check your email. Like, I check my email really early in the morning before anybody's in so that if I'm waiting for a response to something that I can get it if I need it for the day or if I need to respond back to someone. So I check early before anybody gets in because I have my to-do list or my schedule for the day. Then I check it again maybe like before lunch just to respond to anything, not that I really take lunch and then at the end of the day before I leave I'll check my email so people go oh no I I need to check my email as soon as I hear a ding and and I look at them and I go I understand having to be on on demand depending on your responsibilities and your job but really really unless you're waiting for an organ transplant if you're a surgeon do you really need to be that available every minute, I I just, I don't think so. I I don't think so. So I think what you just said about setting those parameters and learning to say no and stick in honoring your schedule, I, I think that's exactly true. And I think we allow other people to control our schedule. And I don't know if that's easier to just respond to instead of being proactive to what you want to do to be in reaction mode versus proactive mode I don't know what do, what do you think well really uh, Connie the truth is it's the way the brain is organized the brain uh, I know this is going to be shocking to people but the brain is lazy and because the brain is lazy what it likes to do is do and I, I've studied this in great detail the brain likes to create habits 
and rituals. And if you do something a certain way, and I'll give you a perfect example. So if you're a person who has a cell phone and you don't check your cell phone every time it dings, but you're with people who do check their cell phone, but you now, your brain sees this behavior. And then before you know it, you're starting to check your cell phone every, you know, two minutes. And then after it does it, like two or three days, it thinks that's normal and it it, it, they ha- the brain has what we call a go mo- movement and a stop movement. And your brain wants to go check that email. But you've got to enact what we call the stop signal inside of your body. It's like, I'm not going to let that cell phone... I'm not going to be addicted to the cell phone. I'm not going to be, uh, you know, so available just because, the, you know, the thing happened. And it's a very complicated thing that we can't really get into in this, um, in this program. But uh, on Miltier.com, I have a program called uh, Overcoming Unproductive Behaviors, and it's for business people. And it deals with how your brain is activated and how you must train it, just like you would a puppy, to behave in the manner that is profitable and productive for you because again this is shocking but the brain is lazy it wants to just create a habit it's so funny that you're saying this about the cell phone I had two young men in one of my classes yesterday I was teaching presentation skills and they were millennials and we were talking about baby boomers millennials how we you know we're, we weren't brought up on technology etc anyway I said to them do you find that when you're out with friends you know you're out at a social event uh, you know going out for drinks after work whatever it is or for dinner do you find that you're more on your phone than engaging in conversation and it was funny because they laughed and I said well doesn't that they, they do and I said well doesn't that bother you and both of them said we go out with the anticipation of I'm not going to check my phone and then inevitably they sit around the table everybody starts looking at their phone and both of them said so I take out my phone and I start looking at my phone. It's exactly what you just described. So instead of them saying to their, the other folks that they're out to dinner with, all right, new rule, put those phones away. We're actually going to engage in real-life conversation. They're submitting to, because it's a habit that these, these kids have formed because they grew up on, with, with these phones. It's like, it's like their cell phone is their appendage, is a, is a part of their body. It's crazy. And there's another deeper chemical reason. You see, the body gets endorphins from the cell phone. So let's say you get a ding and you get a message that, you know, really makes you happy. Or, and so the endorphins are produced in your body. Now the body wants to produce more endorphins. So it's like a drug where every time that ding goes off, they literally, literally want more of those endorphins produced. And then the body doesn't discern anymore that you got a bad message. It just right. it, which also, by the way, creates adrenaline and endorphins. So there's a lot of chemical, technical, and brain information, particularly about the problem with the cell phone um, epidemic that we're having today. I believe in cell phones. I use a, sm- a cell phone, but. I don't, if somebody goes to dinner with me and gets on their cell phone, I politely tell them that I have, you know, driven 30 minutes to be there and I have given them 100% of my attention and that I expect the same from them. And if I don't get it, trust me, that will be the last dinner. 
I hear you. I'm with you. At my dinner table, we don't allow cell phones. You know, my kids are not that important. I want them to learn that, <laughs> that you can't be on demand. And again, I think it's just setting boundaries. Now, I, I want to talk about, we have about five minutes left, but I want to talk about some of the tools that you discussed in Chapter 6 about envisioning success. Because I think, first of all, every bit of information you've given, and if people aren't taking notes, I really want you to go back and listen to this whole episode again because Lee has just given you a bunch of tools to kind of digest and revisit in your own life. So that, that's helpful. But I'd like you, if you, if you will, Lee, uh, share what that you talk about repattering mental rehearsal and scripting because I think that's a big help for, for business people in general. Yes, um, and Chapter 6 is actually called The Magic of Envisioning, and frankly, our culture holds very widespread skepticism and even disbelief about the power of the mind and how you can use it to enhance your abilities and potential in life and make money, uh, but there's nothing woo-woo about this. The truth is, um, from the beginning of time, through all philosophy and all business books, it has been said that if you can, as Napoleon Hill said in his book, Think and Grow Rich, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And the truth is, every day of your life, you have a choice of what you are envisioning. So a lot of people imagine themselves, like you, you said, you just did a presentation on pre- presentations. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of people envision themselves like, I'm going, to flub, I'm going to kind of trip up on stage, I'm going to flub it, I'm going to drop my notes, I'm going to be... You know, I'm going to be like a deer in headlights. Whether they know it or not, they thought it, and you think in pictures, whether you know it or not. And you, mm-hmm. you're made of more than flesh and blood. You're made of literally four volts of chemical, beha- chemical energy. And every time you have a thought, right or wrong, good or bad, it imprints in your brain. So what happens is... When you think you're going to screw up on something, you're a self-fulfilling prophecy because now you've put a reference in your brain and that reference is a picture and your brain, again, is lazy. Shockingly enough, it's lazy. Yeah. It will go to the picture that's there. And if you've painted a picture of you losing at something or being a loser, you're most likely to enact on that picture because it's the directive in the brain at that moment. So... I know my life, I have created my success primarily by envisioning exactly what I want for myself. And then, then, you see, success is not like reading a book where you start at the beginning, you go to the middle, and you go to the end. Success is opposite. Success is you go directly to the end yes. picture and mm-hmm. then figure out the strategy to get there. And you have to be very flexible about that strategy. But if you envision the picture of yourself walking up on stage and you're confident and you smile at the audience and they smile back at you and that you see yourself talking strong and that you're confident and they are clapping, what happens is if you do this just 21 days for just like three minutes in the morning and three minutes at night, you now lock into your brain what is called a thought habit that is a success habit that literally when you go to make that speech or talk or confrontation or job interview or whatever you're envisioning, you literally 
are going to perform at such a higher potential because the directions you've given your neuro connectors are going to be one of that you created, not just your fear-based cre- creation. And visualization, the mental rehearsal, whatever you want to call it, is deeply uh, in all psychology. It's in all success training. It's not something we're making up. Uh, It's in the Bible, for goodness sakes. It is everywhere in history about how people have used their minds to figure out deep problems. That's how inventions are made. They think about the invention and how it would work and then they play with all the variables in their head until they come up with a solution that they try. And if that doesn't work, they try something else. But I challenge everybody today um, to know that you already use visualization and I always in, in the audience ask this question. How many of you have sexual fantasies? They all laugh. A few people raise both hands. I always go, that means you're having them now, right? And, uh, and then what happens is I go, have you noticed how the sexual fantasies affect your body? Because it is a body-mind connection. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all good sex is really fantasy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it begins in the brain. It's not the body. It's the brain. So think about a sales call. If you start in, in the, and I'm a, a great sales trainer, uh, and I'm a great salesperson because before I go into anybody's office to make a presentation, I've already run through my presentation in my mind with all their particular needs. I have seen myself find out how my product matches their needs, and then I focus in on that. I envision, you know, the conversation, the end results. I envision asking for the sale, which most people do not do, I envision them signing the contract in a happy relationship. Now, does it happen 100% of the time? No. But does it happen most of the time? Yes. Because one, I, I have a very good product. Secondly, I'm very good at what I do. Third, I am there to match their needs with sure. my products. Sure. And I've worked out all the details before I got there in my mind. Yeah, p- prepared visualization. And, you know, they use visual- a lot of um, athletes when interviewed, they talk about using visualization before, you know, weeks before, that. I guess that 21 days uh, kind of theory, but they talk about that visualization. So that, it really does work. And the other thing I'm, I'm cracking up is that our brains are so powerful, and yet we think it's, you use your technical term of woohoo, like they think it's, you know, all nonsense and make-believe. Our minds are powerful, and we let the clutter in so that we are not maximizing the potential of the power within us. So I I just, you know, I think you're brilliantly. So um, thank you so much for all of that. We're actually out of time. I do want to remind everyone, the name of the book is Reclaim the Magic. And Lee, if you go to which, which, um... We want uh, to, the, go the, to go to this website, right? Go ahead, share it. Okay, the, I, I have a free gift for you, and it's yes. called, um, it's five videos that it's absolutely free to you. They're normally $100. Uh, go to fivetypesofenergy.com, and the five is with F-I-V-E, spell it out, fivetypesofenergy.com. And if you do that, you'll be delivered five, uh, five short videos, mental energy, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial energy, and that's your life currency, and it's business 
these people, I just want you to know these video series are bestsellers. They're played in business meetings and conventions and churches and schools and universities. And people walk away with, I wish this had been in our school system. Because had Definitely. I known this, I would be able to utilize my energy better. Yeah, and earlier and sooner. And the other thing, um, you're having that big Sedona event, so just share that with everybody as well. I'm having a, a, a wealth creation uh, vision quest in Sedona, Arizona, and you can go to www.visionquestsedona.com, and what we're really doing for three days is figuring out the blind spots of business people on why they're leaving money on the table, what opportunities in their business they could be leveraging that they're not. But we're not going to do a really boring business event. We're going to have so much fun. They're going to be Jeep tours through the Vortexes. And uh, I've, been a, I've been doing business events for 30 years, and I want to break out and do something where people are not only having fun, but they're having major breakthroughs. And I specialize in wealth creation, and so if you're interested in that, and my regular website is milltier.com, M-I-L-T-E-E-R, and my first name is Lee, L-E-E. Excellent. And again, you could get the book through the website. It's on Amazon. I highly recommend it. When are the dates for the Vision Quest in Sedona, Lee? June 20th through 23rd in Sedona, Arizona, um, and we're only taking 30 people, and we're two-thirds sold out, so if you're interested at all, you know, you need to kind of jump on that right away, but this is something we only do once a year, and we usually sell out right away, so, uh, and people have literally normally come out with like a $100,000 idea. That, that they succeed in. Yeah, because they're unplugging and doing something totally creative and relaxing that actually we can think. You know, what, what a concept to stop and think. Lee, thank you again. And everyone, no worries. I promise I will put the visionquestsedona.com website, leemiltier.com uh, website, and the five types of energy.com. Lee's free gift to you. I'll also put that website on the uh, Web Talk Radio platform so you can click go right into it lee thank you again for uh, taking the time to be on the show i really hope everyone gets value out of it i feel like you gave us so much information in a short period of time and you're just wonderful so thank you again thank you connie my pleasure i hope you guys will will join me weekly as we question build and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that change is possible and easier than we often think um, thank you again lee thank you all for tuning in you've been listening to architect of change with me your host connie whitman on webtalkradio.net thank you so much have an inspired week everyone been listening to the architect of change with your host connie whitman of whitman associates thank you for tuning in we're glad you were here change me but i can't